Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to my channel. Before I begin, thank you for all your likes, shares, subscribes, and um, hope this video finds you well in whatever you're doing. This morning, I received something in continuation with the last one, the Akashic shift of Earth. Now, just kind of reflecting on what could be further, and these principles came in. Now, this shift is about feminine energies as we spoke of it's a feminine energy shift from a masculine type of energy shift so the akash of the earth the collective akash of whatever has happened on this planet through civilizations through our own births rebirths everything that has gone on is shifting to a feminine signature so to speak so in this one i shall be kind of summarizing in the next slides uh, in this video about what this could mean. We need to understand the Shakti principle or the feminine principle in order for us to properly ground it, bring it forward and examine in our charts what the possibilities could be. Now this is generic of course. Leave your comments if you're finding anything specific in your charts and maybe if you want to examine some other aspects as well. Okay, let's just do a brief quick presentation. There are five points and I shall try to quickly cover them for you. Here we go. So number one, in the Akashic shift of the earth, we shall examine the feminine principles, the Shakti principles. What is going to be governing in all areas of human existence in the coming decades, centuries and so on and so forth. Feminine principles. Number one, the power of nurturing. Shakti represents the power of nurturing, which is essential for growth and development. Caring for ourselves and others with kindness, compassion and love. Now, when you talk of astrological terms and when you talk of Vedic astrology, what needs to be examined in a chart? Where do I see my potential for this aspect of Shakti? So think Cancer sign, first of all, ruled by the moon. That's why I stuck the picture of a moon over there, as you can see. Okay. Think moon, think Cancer sign. In terms of nakshatras, think Pushya, Revati nakshatras. In terms of houses, think 4th and the 5th house and the lord of the 4th and 5th house where they are sitting and, and in which nakshatras they are deposited. Think about this. That's the first principle. The second principle of feminine Shakti is the power of intuition. Shakti represents the power of intuition which is the ability to understand something instinctively, intuitively. Without the need for conscious reasoning, that's the key word there, trusting our inner guidance and to cultivate deeper connection with our own intuition. Intuition is going to play a huge role in this shift. And everybody, all the old souls, all the children who are coming into a youthful state now from 18 years to 30 years are picking up more and more intuitive faculties. In terms of astrology, what do we think now? Where does intuitive ability figure in from the point of view of feminine principle? We got to look for two things there. We got to look for Ketu or the south node of the moon and moon itself. Both are strong indicators of powerful intuition. So think in terms of zodiac signs, think in terms of Scorpio, Cancer and Aquarius sign. In terms of planets, think of moon and Ketu. In terms of nakshatras, think of Mrikshira, Ardra, Ashlesha, Swati, 
अनुराधा मूला एंड शतभीषा नक्षत्र इन टर्म्स ऑफ हाउसेस थिंक ऑफ फोर्थ एथ एंड द ट्वेल्थ हाउस एंड द रिस्पेक्टिव लॉर्ड्स ऑफ दोज एंड विच नक्षत्र This is the way to think about it. I can only give you generic stuff here because obviously specifics would mean something else. The third principle is the power of creativity. Shakti is very creative. It's the creation force, and as I spoke of in the earlier one as well, Shakti represents the power of creativity. It's the feminine principle which is creating the entire and existence and sustaining it. which is the ability to bring something new into existence expressing ourselves creatively and of embracing our unique gifts and talents now when you talk of creativity gifts and talents we got to think of which zodiac signs we got to think of taurus we got to see of gemini we got to see virgo we got to see aquarius and we got to see pisces in terms of planets think of moon because moon represents the emotional subconscious content think of venus because venus represents our aesthetic sense that's all in summary venus is it's our aesthetic sense things the basic principle from which we create everything art music buildings architecture and so on and so forth anything that you want to beautify over what is there that's venus you got to think in terms of mars because mars needs that mars has that energy to drive things forward mars is the passionate driver of things to make something manifest in the external okay just having moon and venus will not cut it you need mars you need the drive of mars to go something and get something done mars is the guy who gets stuff done and you also got to think in terms of rahu north node of the moon that's also another driver just like mars if you have rahu principle governing it wants to go out there and achieve something that's the rahu principle in terms of nakshatras think of rohini mrigshira hasta chitra dhanishta and revati nakshatras these are all creative nakshatras wherever they are falling in whichever house they are falling in terms of houses we think of the fifth house Ninth house and the lords and the nakshatras of those. Okay, because fifth and ninth are the most creative houses. The fifth house is the beginning of your educational point where you learn the arts, crafts, education, your sensitivity, everything. It's the fifth house. It's a starting point. And the bhavat bhavam of the fifth house is the ninth house. The graduation point, the higher evolution of the fifth house is the ninth house. and bhavat bhavam of the 9th house is as well as the 5th house 9th place from the 9th house is once again the 5th house you see the higher self of these two houses is linked so think in terms of 9th and 5th house when you want to evaluate creativity the third feminine principle in terms of the fourth feminine principle it's the power of compassion shakti represents the power of compassion it's this mother energy you think of mother when you think of compassion she has equal love and compassion for all her children although each one of the child may be very different we are talking about that kind of compassion which is the ability to empathize with others and to feel their pain as if it's our own cultivating compassion towards ourselves and towards others 
द एक्ट ऑफ काइंडनेस इट इज कॉल्ड मेत्ता इन बुद्धिज्म द एक्ट ऑफ लविंग काइंडनेस एंड अंडरस्टैंडिंग इन ऑल आवर इंटरेक्शन ओके सो देर इज नो वन जोडियाक हियर रियली बिकॉज ऑल जोडियाक्स आर इक्वली केपेबल ऑफ कंपैशन हाउर वेन यू थिंक ऑफ कंपैशन यू थिंक इन टर्म्स ऑफ मून इन टर्म्स ऑफ वीनस एंड इन टर्म्स ऑफ जूपिटर एज आई हैव इंडिकेटेड दे मून वीनस एंड जूपिटर आर कारकास ऑफ गुड फीलिंग्स गुड इमोशंस गुड एस्थेटिक सेंस गुड विजडम एंड गुड अंडरस्टैंडिंग when it comes to jupiter and venus and moon right so all these three factors weigh in on your ability to hold and disseminate that compassion in your surroundings in the world around you yeah in terms of nakshatras think of devgana which i spoken of in earlier videos but in this case you would think of ascendant in devgana as well as moon in devgana in whichever houses it's a material okay ascendant as well as moon if it's in a devgana they are strongly propelled towards having a sort of natural compassion it's natural for these people to have compassion as the first feeling whenever they see something going wrong their first instinct reaction is compassion that's what i mean it doesn't mean that others are not capable of it don't misunderstand this next one on anakshatra will be mrigshira hasta swati Anuradha, Shravana, and Revati. If you notice, all these nakshatras are also devgunas. In terms of houses, think of fourth and twelfth house lords of those houses as well. Why the fourth and twelfth house? Because this is the first and the last of moksha houses, and both belong to the feminine energy. The fourth house Cancer belongs to feminine energy. The twelfth house Pisces belongs to the feminine energy, and these are the highest graduating sattvic principles of Shakti. I can't say anything more on that. last one on our list the fifth point is the power of sexuality shakti represents the power of sexuality which is the ability to experience pleasure and intimacy with ourselves and with others what is the bottom line of sexuality it is more than just creating something new it is the ability to experience that intimacy the deep intimacy and connect with other embracing our sexuality in a healthy and conscious way conscious being the keyword there and of using our sexual energy to connect with others on a deeper level you can connect with others on many levels mental emotional but sexual becomes the deepest level and shakti governs this she is the creatrix of the universe she is the womb of existence she knows what is sexual energy it is inbuilt in her that's how she can produce life out of her womb okay So you need to understand this, and in this new energy where everything is shifting to feminine energy, this is very crucial to understand. So, what are the zodiac signs we are talking dominantly? Everyone experiences this, but these are the ones who will feel it most strongly: Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Libra, Scorpio, and Pisces. In terms of planets, think of Moon, Venus, Mars, and Rahu. these are the sexual drivers moon will feel it at a subconscious emotional level venus will feel it at an aesthetic 
sense of beauty kind of level mars will feel it as a going drive towards the sexual act itself and rahu will want to explore more and more and think of it in unconventional ways rahu is a very unconventional kind of guy he wants to do everything foreign he wants to try out something which is not the mainstream basically so these four drivers of planets you want to use to evaluate the power of shakti in terms of sexuality okay in terms of nakshatras think rohini mars sorry think rohini mrikshira ashlesha purva falguni uttra falguni anuradha uttra bhadrapada and revati nakshatras so most of these are water and earth signs okay these are all manushya gana kind of nakshatras most of them all uttra falguni uttra bhadrapada purva all uttra and purva are manushya ganas so they will experience at the human level you need some human level of things to experience sexuality in terms of houses think of the 7th 8th and the 12th houses why because 7th house represents the sinking of the sun the merging of the self with the other the sexual act the act of marriage the act of spouse and the 8th house represents the final one the root chakra which is the origin of all sexuality okay and then the 12th house being how much you are enjoying that act how much you are getting involved with the other the involvement mental emotional physical comes from the 12th house so think of it this way leave your comments if you have any comments if you're finding something and next i shall share with you um, whatever comes up later in the meantime take care be safe and have a nice day